Hello, welcome back guys. I just wanna to talk to you a little bit before we dive into this episode. This episode has a lot of tools for you. So I just wanted to kind of say, if you're in a space where you can get a piece of paper and a pen to jot some things down, I highly recommend it. If you're in the car, just kind of think about the things that really stood out to you. And when you get to a place where you can write things down, I really would. Um, you know, for myself, when I write something down, I, I really feel like it, it resonates with me. It clicks. So I just wanted to throw that in there and just give you that um, up front so you can be prepared. So Michael dives into a lot of different perspectives. So I just want you to think about how this perspective will fit into what you do, right? So like in your business, how can you take these tools and make them your own? And I really want you to think about, you know, what we talk about on this podcast is elevating yourself. It's continually, continuously elevating who you are as a beauty professional. So how you show up, how you come to work, and how you prepare yourself for each and every client. So I want you to really think about that. It's really all about the client experience. We're going to talk about add-ons and I want that to be something too. So really think about adding on to your services and why that's so important. So at the end of this podcast, I kind of tie that all together and give you the perspective that I think you need. I think we all get caught up on the dollar amount of things and we don't see the value in in add-ons the value of you you are the professional you are so educated and you are so brilliant and you are so smart at what you do you have this amazing craft you know whether you're in the aesthetics room or you're behind the chair i mean you have this amazing ability to make people feel good so give them the absolute best experience that you possibly can. And that is what you're going to get out of this podcast. So listen, uh, just kind of take it all in. And like I said, write down the things that really resonate with you. I think you're going to really find a lot of value in it. So thank you and keep staying connected. That answer to that question has profoundly changed mm -hmm. in certainly in the last couple of years and, and continues to change even more as we move into what I'm going to call the post pandemic era. Mm -hmm. uh, because the if we would have the same conversation prior to 2020, you know, 2018, 2017, okay. we, we would say, yeah, you really better check your uh, expectations because uh, even the, you know, the top 20 or the top, the shakers and movers, mm -hmm. it takes a good, you know, fill in the blank. Does it take two years? Does it take three, four years? I don't want to get into what it used to take. Right. Because we can get bogged down in the analysis. But here's what I would say. Today, 
whatever the answer was then mm-hmm. it it it's less time now so, like time is collapsing the time it takes to get a full book mm-hmm. at least that's been my experience as i'm watching you know the 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 shakers and movers whatever we want to call them the top 20 of the jedis that are coming into the business it's taking them less time to to get whatever you want to call it busy a full book but it's there's still some time there and to your last point to the degree that you're doing the the necessary work mm-hmm. you're going to collapse time so if you just come in and go okay i'm you know here we go here i am yeah. um you, you know you you'll win the award for na- naivety um so that we we have available today uh digital technologies social digital technologies that while they've been around arguably for you know the the last decade or so Mm -hmm. how much those technologies have evolved in just the last year never mind few years i'm talking about whether we're talking about instagram whether we're talking about TikTok. So for somebody to even be speaking about those platforms as they were two years ago, don't look now, but you're going to embarrass yourself. There, mm-hmm. There's just, there's just um, newer features, bells and whistles. Now, having said that, do you know where they are? Can you get to them? Once you find them, how, how skillful are you at using them? Because they're all part of, you know, the word today is kind con- creating content um assuming that you can do that okay great so you know you're either growing or you're not you're either growing in your expectations and you're not and if you and if the content tells me that you're oh okay you understand how to drive the car the the Mm -hmm. instagram car and you're still not busy let's go into your back room at your back office of instagram and let's take a peek at not just how many followers you have, but how many followers are current clients, how many followers are potential clients, and what are you doing to engage both of those communities? How much, how much time and energy of your, you know, what we used to call downtime, yeah, you're putting into that. To to me. When you go, yeah, if you're willing to put in the work, mm-hmm. what I just gave you, I think is kind of like the, the newest work order today. That that answer would not have been the answer I just gave you two, three years ago. The, the mind is so creative and it just is catchy and it's exciting and it's new. And so I love like that whole swing of things because it does give, and it also shines like a different perspective on who the person is as a service provider too. And it kind of like engages the client to feel a little bit more comfortable with them. Yeah, you know, I, I just, uh, one of the opportunities, the newest opportunity for me, and I'm just so grateful for it. Um, I now am putting uh, a substantial amount of my bandwidth in the schools, cosmetology schools, where they, they, those are the gateway. That That's kind of like your first gateway into the business 
And, uh, and I've always been affiliated with schools, but I've never had the time and energy to like be on site and yeah. with not only students, but students that are, you know, let's go over in that room and that's the fundamental basic room. And okay, then well, you know, let's go out on the in the salon area, and where are the people that have fifty hours left to people that they're they're on they're in uh, on their first one hundred hours on the floor, and you know everything in between, and to be able to watch them, work with them, talk with them, listen to them, and it's interesting because in fundamentals today, you know, you go has fundamental classes today changed any more than they have the last uh, two, two, two or three decades, I would say they're the same with one profound exception that when you're in fundamentals for, you know, whatever it is, uh, 60 days, uh, a few hundred hours, your social media is now like you set up your page, like mm -hmm. you set up your page in the first work uh, first week of school, your Instagram page or your TikTok page, and you do your first post. And it's nothing more than a selfie that says, hi, I'm just enrolled and I'm going to document my journey. And I hope that uh, I'll be on the floor in January. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you, they're, they're starting to practice what you practice in fundamentals and they're beginning to document that. And, 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 and that's content. And you'll hear frequently students that are still in fundamentals oh my god somebody just wanted to uh, uh started following me and wanted to know when i was going to be on the floor or you know or or what that is and i get to watch that and i get to watch you know and now i or i can be one of the first people that post on the first uh comment on the first post and and watch this evolution take place and now in school when you're in fundamentals oh by the way you're you know six seven weeks before you're ready to go on the floor but in the meantime your goal is to have 20 referrals booked it. with you before you go on the floor and that's it's they don't say that it's a prerequisite to getting on the floor but they kind of sort of do and if you need some help we'll help you well you now have you see people that are so good at this that uh, I just interviewed somebody yesterday that had 48 referrals in their first month on the floor. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the this is how rapidly the business is changing. And, and this is what's mm -hmm. going to be coming at us. And you look at that that students page with 500 hours, 600 hours and 700 hours in with you know, 700 more hours to go, they've got three or 400 followers. You look at their content and you couldn't tell by looking that they're 700 hours into beauty school. They, they've got frankly a better presence than at least 50% of the people that are in the business behind the chair now. So, you know, so when somebody is saying, what do you say to all these young people that First thing I want to do is I, I need to look at their page and then I'll, I'll I'll answer accordingly because we have two communities now the the people that are in that game and those that are kind of in the classic game that has have had little to no teaching on it never mind you know coaching etc. Is that oh my gosh I, 
the students that get excited about what they do, it just shows in their social media. You can just tell that they're so excited about what they do and um, it comes out that way. And I feel like that's what starts that connection. Um, and then they just continue to keep building, which I love seeing that. Oh my gosh. I mean, to and to start it in school, like, hello. Oh, oh I mean, I, I'm, I'm interviewing, as you know, because you follow me. You're uh, so good at this. Uh, students that ha are having $5,000 months in service and eight, $900 months in retail. And I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, you're, you, you, you manage a, you, you, your help, your company's brand. And yeah. you know how many of your people, how long it takes to get to that point once you've been started and i'm seeing this now it's not the norm by no stretch of imagination but it's i would certainly call it the top 10 percent top five percent and uh and it's interesting because as i interview them i see the bar continuing to be raised like you know uh, whoever was you know the, the the jedi master three months ago four months ago when i started this you have newer masters that are, you know, a couple hundred dollars ahead of them because students, when you're in school, you have nothing. I can be bored or, <laughs> well, what is that? I can, wow, I'm going to see if I can beat that. And so yeah. it's just been a very um, inspiring. Clients are now showing up in two ways, two different ways. The, the, the way that they've always shown up um when they're a first time visit mm -hmm. so in some way shape or form they end up on someone's appointment book and then we begin you know the consultation mm -hmm. and the consultation today uh mirrors the, the traditional consultation you know you you sat down there was an opening statement there was some inquiry you asked some questions and so it's not like that went away but a few years ago, if there were pictures involved in the conversation, they were a lookbook, maybe. And frankly, many consultations were done w without any kind of visual aid like a lookbook. It was just some inquiry, you had a form, you took some notes, and then away yeah. we go. Today, the classic consultation is the, the, either the client the first time client brings in a piece of content. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's off the page of the person that's serving them. Sometimes it's not. It's some random. I, I saw this on w whatever platform it, it, yeah. it was, Pinterest, Instagram, wherever. Yeah. And here I am. I've got I've got something that I that I'm really interested in, but I don't know if I can wear it. And then you can see me, right? I'm a client. Now look at me. Here's this. So can you do this? And and you know, and then the conversation goes around, and it really has simplified to some degree uh, consultation because now we can cut to the chase. Oh, uh, yes. You know what? I think we can. Here would be the specific services yeah. that you, you're going to need today if you want to go from where you're at now to this picture so if we want to make this kind of a one-stop shop 
here are, and this is what you can expect, how much time you're gonna need to be with me today. And here's what you can expect for your investment. Yeah. That piece has simplified, shortened a consultation. So the, you, and, uh, so we would say this is kind of a newer way to the classic consultation. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of stress in that that we took for granted because when you think about it, Ashley, you're you're having that conversation inside of a 10 minute window. That's a lot of uh, conversation to have. And we always took it for granted being behind the chair because that's all we had, like the right. bit, right? Mm -hmm. But today, um, there now is a, there's a visit before the visit that happens. Mm -hmm. And I could say online and, you know, but I go, it, it happens primarily through direct messaging between yeah. the, 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 the person that's eventually going to be the client that sits in your chair and whether it's a student or a stylist, and it usually happens because this, this potential client has either heard about Ashley from uh, a friend that Ashley has served or, 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 but they, this, this, this potential client goes to Ashley's page. And if Ashley's in the game, she's, she's basically shopping on your page. She's like, right. oh my God, oh my God. Find something that she loves, DMs you out of the blue. Hi, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Carol's friend. And, I saw, and sometimes she'll actually see Carol's picture. Oh my God, that's my friend. You know, you know there's that. But yeah. she, 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 she DMs you a screen grab of your content. Mm -hmm. Then she DMs you a selfie. Mm -hmm. And don't look now, but we're having the same conversation mm -hmm. on a DM Instagram platform as we would have in real time, because now you're a stylist, you go, okay, I get it. I, I can now see this client and I can right. see what she wants. And now, oh, sure, you, and so you can, you know, like just follow the yellow brick road with one profound exception. You're not getting that handled in a 10 minute window. Yeah. You, and it's safer to text than it is to talk, never mind be face to face. There's bonding going on, digital bonding. So there is so much. I'm getting goosebumps right now because mm -hmm. of the profundity of what I'm saying, that mm -hmm. that's rapidly trending. And we now can see that when the, when the client eventually shows up for what we used to call the first time visit, yeah. they're so much more relaxed. Yeah. The hairdresser is relaxed because they've they we we've spent uh, half an hour or so not in not in in, in nonstop thirty minutes, but it, this this conversation might have happened uh, over a day or so, you know, when we had some time, and the 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 client wasn't rushed. They could you know they could think about what they said. There wasn't uh, they didn't feel put on the spot. Mm -hmm. And so when they, when the client does show up, it's like both the client and the stylist are, it's like, oh my God, we're seeing each other. It's exciting. It's almost like this is what used to be called the first visit now feels like it's been the second or third visit. 
which one of those two ways of showing up is in both the best interest of the client and the stylist? And hands down, oh my God, I'll do the digital any day because both of us have time to think about what we're going to do. I mean, I'm seeing now students, once the client books and they're coming in tomorrow, the students having conversations with the educator about what products I can present. And so it, it fundamentally changed yeah. the, 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 what used to be called first time visit. And I think that it's that this conversation is on the beginning of trending. I don't know that I would call it trending yet, but certainly it, it, it's well on its way. And stylists that are in the salon that are not embracing some variation of this, uh, they're just not going to have the size of tickets showing right. up. And, and this conversation is how how do you add on? Like the consultation is always about add on, add on. And, you know, like what? And th- this digital consultation is like add on on steroids or to the tenth power. So I don't know how much of this is making sense to you, but as you I can see, it. I'm very passionate about it. Oh, I know. I love it. I'm glad that you're so passionate about it. I think that it also elevates the client experience like tenfold. Oh. I mean, yeah, you're just, you care so much about them. And even if you have clients that you had in your, in your um, chair for a long time and you just like DM them out of the blue, Hey, see that you're coming in. I'm so excited. I've been thinking about you and Hey, these are some things I was thinking about doing next time. I mean, I just love that. Like, oh yeah, to... yeah. So your point, you used the word experience, and I just yeah. did a, a a reels that kind of blew up my page a couple of days ago on, um, you know, value is the difference between the the, the price a client is paying for whatever they're getting, and the experience. Mm-hmm. that they have from getting all of that. So to the degree that that experience of the service is equal to or greater than what they're paying, we call that value. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or the value-added experience. The, so it was interesting because I had a few questions call, like, okay, so how can I start adding, what, what what kinds of experiences can I start uh, bringing into, you know, the, you know, my client process and, and don't look now, but we've been having this conversation for what is it? The last 25 minutes is, yeah. well, what kind of experience does your client have when they go to your Instagram page? Uh, if, if, and when the day comes where there are some change-ups in your game, here would be some good things to know so that you don't, you at least have a little bit of a, yeah. a running start on how you need to, uh, I'm going to call it reimagine or reinvent, right, uh, uh, what you're doing. And there, that begins to happen when your clients that you've been doing forever come in and begin inquiring about mm-hmm this the things you and i are tra- talking about in this in 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 this uh uh podcast uh yes. because they they those experiences to a client 
sound interesting, sound yeah. pleasurable, sound new. That is 1000% what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a, a veteran hairdresser's clients that are going to push them mm. that, that, that because you, that gets embarrassing. Yeah. You, know, you hear it once and you kind of, you know, kind of skirt the issue and change the subject. You, you start here when you start hearing more of it. It's like, OK, I'm I'm starting to feel old. I'm a hairdresser that's 30 something. And it's starting or 40 something mm -hmm. and I'm, and it's getting a little bit awkward because um, it's becoming apparent. I'm starting to feel old, not old, but old fashioned and how thing. I'm managing my business. So all in the name of staying current and relevant, I take a deep breath and okay, I, I need to go and do some more exploration and, and perhaps learn some new skills and uh, maybe let go of a set of skill set that is no longer it basically there's not a place for it so right. but usually that's what inspires established people is when their clients start shaking them up i love it yeah you're right so right um so what would you say to someone that does want to get started in this direction? And so I have two parts to this. And do you think that they need a business social media or can they do like this combination of like, I post a picture of my family at Christmas time, but yet I'm more 80% is, is focused on my craft. Yeah, yeah. So uh, big picture first. Um, I, I, and when I interview, like I just had this extraordinary interview last night, um, 45 years old. Oh, I love uh, stylist, it. Stylist um, got in at 19. So, you know, do the math. That's, um, uh, she's well into her third decade, mm -hmm. right? Um, and doing really, really well. Um, reinvented and she, if you go to her page, she's in the game, blah, blah, blah. But I said, so how did you make that flip? You're not the tip typical. And she said, I, there's enough, there were enough younger gen Z, the zennial, younger, younger millennial. And she said, I just, I just um, humbled myself and went to them and, and, and they were, they've been my tutor, my, my coach. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they're not coaching me on you know, they're not my life coach, right. but they, they certainly are working a model that I, I really would like to, I, I don't know that I want to go either or, but I want to make some room and, and I, a lot of what you see on my page is a result of mm -hmm. uh, working with some of these, um, I'm going to call them 20 somethings. And she even said she's busy enough that she works with an associate or assistant, whatever you want. She said, so there's two of my tutors are actually associates. They, they, they help me, but now we have conversations where they're giving me some input and feedback about how to post this. They showed me how to work reels. They showed me. So she said, but I, I humbled myself. I, 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 I just, I, first of all, it, it's humbling to just become a student again. Never mind somebody else's student, and God forbid a student that is half your age. So this takes some 
courage. It takes some humility. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that. I feel like, especially in our company, we have a lot of different age groups. So if we can, you know, we all have something to bring to the table. So I think that that's important to. Oh, well, th now to get to your point, should we or should we not have personal content on a professional page? Should we or should we not have a business page and a personal page? Should we should when and I think that um, it, the answer to all of the, your questions is yes and. So there's many people that have um, uh, personal and business uh, mm -hmm. or they'll have a private page for their personal uh, because they're, they they want to be very, very uh, conscious of who they allow into their private community. They, you know, their buddies, their family, their friends, you know, they don't want to be stalked mm -hmm. and they certainly uh, want to perhaps want to keep that part of their life private from their clients. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but you'll actually, some of that content you'll find on their business page uh, you know you know from time to time you'll see uh, a personal post on their business page just to let their primarily their clients know not so much new clients but clients know enough that but they're human right but they you know they, they do it with discretion mm -hmm. um and so there isn't any hard fast rules there but through working with people you kind of come into your own rhythm your own you know the, the the cloth you're cut from and you find your own voice but th those are to me those are more minor issues if you get too caught up in that you get analysis paralysis the, the where the rubber really meets the road is the conversation you and i've been having before you know this last couple of minutes or so yeah yeah, you're right. I love that. That's awesome. It gives it it gives people different perspectives because yeah. I think that they do get caught up in that. And yeah. I I also think having too many different pages is yeah. really hard to juggle, especially if you're just starting out. So just kind of keep it simple at first and Yeah. And and when you have a private page, you don't have to concern yourself with how many times a day should I be posting? It's like <laughs> It, it, it you you could post when you want to and when you don't you won't right but you know a business page is you want to you want just uh, be posting enough so that when new people mm -hmm. come to your page they can see that your content is relatively fresh mm -hmm. uh, and um because those are the people that eventually are going to be dming you right or whatever to um make an appointment with you yeah that's awesome oh my gosh i love this conversation <laughs> yeah it really it's it's exciting because it really is on the very front edge edge of the curve it, it's it's what's happening it's what's coming our way and you can procrastinate and you know put it off but sooner or later you, you, you it, you'll need to contend with it because the clients find it exciting they, they they love new experiences in beauty salons they, they they yeah they love new looks and new services but it's what do they get with looks and services is experiences and at the end of the day it's all about how fresh how new how surprising 
was the experiences. It's, it's the experience that clients don't expect to get yeah. that, they, that they enjoy the most that really brings them back. So anyway. Oh my goodness. So what did I tell you? I knew you would get a lot of value out of that. And so as I started this podcast, I told you that you were going to have a lot of tools and a lot of different perspective. And I hope that you really got that because again, I cannot say this enough. You guys are so valuable. You have so much value in yourself. And I think if we don't take that time to invest in ourselves and create that experience for the client, what is that saying about you? You have the ability to create these amazing looks. I mean, oh my goodness, I see the things that you guys put out and it's incredible. So I think you're, I think you're thinking about this in a different way. So these add-ons, number one, is giving your client the absolute best experience possible. Not giving them the option to say yes or no to the add-ons, again, is a disservice because you have this toolbox that you can use to the best of your ability to create this amazing experience to, to continue to grow yourself and invest in yourself and show them how valuable you really are. So I want you to think about that perspective. And, you know, giving them the options, it's up to them. But you're the one that can dictate and really give them those options and show them what that is. You know, whatever it is. If you're in the aesthetics room, again, like add-ons with facials and peels and all of these things, I mean, you're giving them an experience, again, that they they need, they deserve. Just like you have so much education, you are very valuable and you deserve that too. So invest in yourself, every single client, every single time, give them the absolute best maximum client experience that you possibly can and you just can't help but grow so you know whether that's um you know starting the consultation or the conversation you know before they come in for their next appointment that is setting them up and yourself up for success so giving them little nuggets to be excited about for that next visit that is huge. So start believing in yourself, guys. Start really looking in the mirror and telling yourself, oh my goodness, I am so valuable. I am so creative. I have so much to give my clients that um, you know, I deserve to continue to elevate that service. Look at it that way. You can't help but be successful if you look at it that way. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. I'm so thankful that you guys continue to listen. And I really hope that you got something out of this. So keep staying connected and we'll talk soon.